This is an Alert USA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, October 23rd, 2021. This week in security news, the government of Panama reports that they have apprehended 52 people linked to the terrorist group Al-Qaeda heading for the U.S. southern border. This, according to Representative Tony Gonzalez of Texas, during an interview with Republican Chairwoman Ronna McDaniel on the GOP's Real America podcast. Representative Gonzalez talked about the security risks associated with mass migration across the U.S. southern border. Gonzalez said Panamanian Foreign Minister Erica Moynez warned that a caravan of approximately 100,000 migrants was heading for the U.S. southern border and told him the Panamanian government had already apprehended 52 people on the U.S. terrorist watch list from that group. Quoting Representative Gonzalez, I asked her one specific question, have you caught anybody on the terrorist watch list? Gonzalez continued, she said, funny you ask that, Tony, because in Panama we do biometrics and we have apprehended 52 people that are associated with Al-Qaeda. When asked if she reported this information to the Biden administration, Moynez reportedly told Gonzalez, there's no one home. I'm here talking to you because the administration is absent. Concerns about terrorist threats crossing the U.S. through the southern border are not new. In January of 2019, the Department of Homeland Security warned that they are apprehending, on average, 10 individuals on the terrorist watch list per day from traveling to or entering the United States. While many of these individuals were attempting to enter by air, a large number are also encountered along the border. In 2018 alone, DHS reports encounters with more than 3,000 special interest aliens or individuals with suspicious travel patterns who may pose a national security risk, not to mention the many criminals, smugglers, traffickers, and other threat actors who try to exploit our borders. Back in April of this year, Alert USA subscribers were informed of the arrest of two Yemeni men on the U.S.-Mexico border who are listed on the FBI's terrorism watch list and no-fly list. Note that it is normally very rare for someone encountered by a Border Patrol agent or a customs officer to be found in the terrorist screening database. According to the FBI, those in the database are, quote, known to be or reasonably suspected of being involved in terrorist activities. In related news, this week the Washington Post reported that U.S. authorities have detained more than 1.7 million migrants along the Mexico border during the 2021 fiscal year that ended in September, and arrests by Border Patrol soared to the highest levels ever recorded. This according to unpublished Customs and Border Protection data leaked to the paper. Next up, in public health news, as of the time of this report's preparation Friday evening, Johns Hopkins University Coronavirus Resource Center reports that there have been more than 722,000 deaths in the U.S. officially attributed to the SARS-CoV-2 virus, according to the CDC's COVID data tracker website. In the U.S. alone, more than 404 million doses of various COVID-19 vaccines have been administered to the population. As a follow-on, according to the CDC's own Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, or VAERS, as of October 15th, more than 798,000 adverse events have been reported following COVID-19 vaccinations. As it is estimated that only 1% of adverse events are recorded into the system, which astonishingly is still voluntary, this number could be significantly higher. For accuracy, it is important to remember that reporting on the VAERS system does not automatically indicate proof that the vaccine was responsible for the adverse event. However, given the sheer number of adverse reactions being reported, listeners are encouraged to do some investigation on your own before getting the jabs. This is particularly important considering the new Biden administration plan to vaccinate 29 million children aged 5 through 11. 
Another area of concern is the impact of the vaccines on the natural immune system. The following is a clip of Dr. Ryan Cole, MD, an anatomic and clinical pathology specialist and owner of Cole Diagnostics Laboratory in Garden City, Idaho, discussing the matter. But what we're seeing in the laboratory after people get these shots, we're seeing a very concerning locked-in low profile of these important killer T-cells that you want in your body. It's almost a a reverse HIV. In HIV, you lose your helper T-cells, your CD4 cells. In this virus post-vaccine, what we're seeing is a drop in your killer T-cells, your CD8 cells. And what do CD8 cells do? They keep all other viruses in check. What am I seeing in the laboratory? I'm seeing an uptick of herpes family viruses, I'm seeing um, herpes, I'm seeing shingles, I'm seeing mono, I'm seeing a huge uptick in human papillomavirus uh, in the cervical biopsies and the cervical pap smears in women. In addition to that, there's a, a little infectious you know, bump that kids get called molluscum contagiosum. What do you need to keep that in check? You need CD8 uh, killer T cells. I am seeing a 20 times increase in individuals over the age of 50 of this little bump in rash. Um, You know, that's innocuous, but what it tells me is the immune status of these individuals who've gotten the shot. We're literally weakening the immune system of these individuals. Now, most concerning of all is there's a pattern of these types of immune cells in the body that keep cancer in check. Well, since January 1, in the laboratory, I've seen a 20 times increase of endometrial cancers over what I see on an annual basis. A 20 times increase. I'm not exaggerating at all. Because I I look at my numbers year over year. I'm like, gosh, I've never seen this many uh, endometrial cancers before. I'm seeing invasive melanomas in younger patients. Normally, we catch those early in their thin melanomas. I'm seeing thick melanomas skyrocketing in the last month or two. Um, I'm already seeing the early signals. And we are modifying the immune system to a weakened state. Great study out of Germany that looked at these profiles on young individuals after the Pfizer showing this locked in and we don't know how long maybe the immune system you know is going to regenerate and those ratios will go back up but who's studying it and where are the long-term trials two months four months how long is this profile locked in we don't know you can find links to the VAERS database along with key findings in the latest issue of the threat journal email newsletter listeners are again cautioned that beginning last weekend Vaccination deadlines were coming due for police, fire, and other first responders across the country. This is resulting in thousands of law enforcement personnel nationwide who have chosen to not get vaccinated, either quitting, taking early retirement, or being placed on unpaid leave, waiting to be fired. The same is happening to doctors, nurses, and other healthcare professionals nationwide who, for a variety of reasons, have also chosen to not get vaccinated. As an example, this week, Advocate Aurora Health The largest hospital system in Illinois and Wisconsin has fired more than 400 employees who refused to get the jab. In direct contrast to these new mandates, listeners will recall that the Department of Homeland Security has admitted there is no mandate for legal migrants or illegal aliens to receive COVID-19 vaccinations before being released into the interior. About one month ago, House Democrats blocked an effort to require COVID-19 testing and vaccinations for migrants stopped at the border before they are released into U.S. communities. This move directly contrasts with the new presidential mandate requiring all federal employees, including members of the U.S. military and Border Patrol, to receive the COVID-19 vaccine or face removal from their position. Interestingly, the mandate does not apply to members or employees of the legislative or judicial branch as they are not under the authority of the executive branch. 
In summary, doctors, nurses, police and firemen, uniformed service members, federal employees and contractors, and workers at companies with staffing of 100 or more are being forced to get the vaccine or lose their job, while members of Congress and their staff, the federal judiciary and their employees, and tens of thousands of illegal aliens encountered on a weekly basis are by all intents and purposes being given a pass. In travel security news, listeners are once again reminded that a National Terrorism Advisory System bulletin is in effect, warning of the threat posed by domestic terrorists, individuals and groups engaged in grievance-based violence, and those inspired or motivated by foreign terrorists and other malign foreign influences. The Transportation Security Administration's mask mandate remains in effect for everyone, vaccinated or not, across all U.S. transport networks, including at airports, on commercial aircraft, buses, and rail systems through January 18th of 2022. Additionally, the CDC still requires all air passengers entering the United States, including U.S. citizens and legal permanent residents, to present a negative COVID-19 test taken within three calendar days of departure or proof of recovery from the virus within the last 90 days. If you are planning travel abroad this holiday season, regardless of the destination, AlertUSA strongly recommends checking out the U.S. State Department's travel website, as well as that of the CDC, for safety, security, and health considerations for your destination, as well as for the latest evolving international travel regulations. We also recommend that you take a few minutes to register your trip with the State Department's Smart Traveler Enrollment Program, so that if something goes bad in the country you are visiting, that the U.S. Embassy actually knows that you're there. In addition to U.S. government travel guidance, AlertUSA also regularly recommends taking a few minutes to visit the equivalent websites of the Canadian, Australian, and British governments to see the travel guidance that those nations are providing to their citizens as assessments of the situation on the ground can and do vary. You can find more on each of the stories in this report in the latest issue of the Threat Journal email newsletter. If you are not already a subscriber, simply visit ThreatJournal.com and sign up today. The publication is free, and a copy of this week's issue will be immediately sent to you via email. By subscribing to the newsletter, you are also entering into a drawing for a chance to win a full month's supply of delicious Mountain House freeze-dried food and other great timely prizes. Visit ThreatJournal.com for full details. If you would like to receive breaking threat and incident alerts on your mobile device, visit AlertsUSA.com. AlertsUSA continues to monitor the overall domestic and international threat environment and will immediately notify service subscribers via SMS messages and email of new alerts, warnings, and advisories, or any other factors which signal a change in the overall threat picture for American citizens as events warrant. This has been an AlertsUSA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, October 23, 2021.